Welcome to the Mom Worthy Podcast. This is Brittany. This is Sam. Grab your coffee or your wine and come hang out with us. What's up, mamas? Hello. So we were just going through our vent sesh that we did. It was like a couple weeks ago now. We opened mm-hmm. the vent sesh box, which we've done multiple times. And you guys let it out. Always, <laughs> always a hit. For sure. Always. Mm-hmm. Pages and pages of vents. And I feel like there's a common theme with people asking about um, like mother-in-laws overstepping their boundaries or friends almost like shaming them for doing certain things or husbands not helping out. And a lot of people were venting about that. So we thought we would talk today about setting boundaries mm-hmm. and different ways you can do that and ways that it's going to affect not only the boundaries that you set for you you and your kids but also your mental health will reflect on the boundaries that you set so yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more with that I gotta say that we also have struggles with this I know for me I do at least I I have struggles sometimes like I'm good about voicing things and like I was telling you like you know I'm very big about like no sugar no candy like treats are very like a special thing for my kids yeah but grandparents, especially my mom, oh, they can have one. Oh, you know what I mean? So it's really hard for me sometimes to, like, I do put my foot down, but sometimes my mom just feels like, oh, she can do that because she's the grandma. Yeah. And it's really difficult. And I know a lot of other people struggle with that too, with grandparents or in-laws. I mean, I do. But it's one that I choose not to make a big deal because, like, with me, my, my mom and my mother-in-law are around my children once or twice a week, mm-hmm. your mom you live with right now. So mm-hmm. she's there 24-7. So yeah. she has more of an impact when she's giving sweets. Mm-hmm. For me, my mom and my mother-in-law know I don't like to give sweets. And it's super rare, just like you. Mm-hmm. But they still do it. And they still do it occasionally. And, and they yes, watch she, him twice a week, right? Twice a week? They watch my mom him? watches once a week. And my mother-in-law watches once a week. Okay. So you have to leave, work. too. So you yep. don't get to, like see what's going on nope 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 <laughs> I just hear about it so I don't do juice either so sometimes I'll come home and I'll look at my son's sippy cup and it's full of orange juice mm-hmm. or you know yesterday I came home and he was eating M&M's which oh. I've never given him an M&M before yes. I've given him like a chocolate chip here and there mm-hmm. <laughs> um I mean he loved it so th- like so for <laughs> me course. I'm like I don't want him eating a ton, but because he doesn't get a lot from me and they don't do it all the time, no. I just kind of let it happen because, you know, he's a kid. He it's, needs some candy. I don't want him to be like, what is it? I yeah. want him to kind of know what it is. Yeah. And my kids, I mean, like, we got ice cream yesterday, but yeah, it's, Ugh, it's all, about, all about balance. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> we've been really limited. Like, I've always tried to be, like, good about treats and sugar and stuff, but we've been really cutting down recently because uh-huh. he catches teeth. And so he hadn't had ice cream in, like forever and so he was like so excited oh my gosh they all devoured those cones in like a minute I, I was really hoping you know like they didn't have it for a while they wouldn't like it as much yeah know? that's what happens to me me too but nope not for them <laughs> it's like devoured it yeah instantly so no that didn't work <laughs> it worked for me I haven't had ice cream in like a week or two and for me that's like Forever. Uh, I've been craving ice cream. Really. I like mint chip, too. This was, like, soft serve. And yeah. it's good, but, like, mint chip's my go-to. I know. It's always been your go-to. Mm-hmm. I went, though, yesterday because Jake wanted ice cream, and, and he had worked really hard for a family. So I was like, I'll go get you ice cream. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got the Halo Top 
because I've been trying to go. Oh, okay. Trying to, you know, be a little better with my health and stuff. <laughs> so I got the Halo top because it's less calories. I got the mint chip, of course. And I only ate half of it. How was it? it was, I've never tried that kind. Oh, it's delicious. Was it? You just have to let it sit for like a minute or two before you eat it because it needs to soften just a little bit. What does Jake get? He loves Ben and Jerry's, and it's this new one that's like truffle something. I don't know. Hmm, interesting. But normally, like the Tonight Dough Ben and Jerry's. What's in that? What's in that? Um, vanilla chocolate ice cream. It's got like a, a cookie swirl and. Are you getting some hungry for ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see your eyes. You're like, you have like hard eyes. Actually, right now. I'm not. I'm not. I just try to think what's in it, but I'm not hungry for it. I like coffee ice cream. Coffee ice cream is really good. Oh, oh yeah, so good. I've been doing intermittent fasting though. Oh yeah. And this is my third week doing it, and this is definitely by far the week that kind of it all fit into place, yeah. where my my hunger hormones are a little bit more in check, and I'm not having as many cravings, and so this week it was a lot easier for me to mm-hmm. kind of not your body's starting to like get used to it all. Yeah, yeah, and we can talk more about that in like another episode <laughs> or post or something because I can go all day long on yeah, like we'll the health benefits and everything, but um. I wasn't, that's why I only ate like half of my little halo top yesterday. Mm. Nice. So it is perfect. I know. And that's only like 150 calories. So I don't feel like that's a bad treat. Very cool. I know. Well, so back to. (laughs) I know, right? That was not the point. Boundaries. Is there anything that they have done before your mom-in-laws that you were mad about? That you can think of? I don't know, really. I don't know if they... I mean, there's been things here and there like that aren't my favorite. I can't... I'm trying to think, too. I know my mom is... I should have thought about this before and like really, <laughs> really figured it out. I'm really big, though. Like, I forgive and I forget a lot. So... I just kind of move on, mm-hmm. and I and if I don't sit there and it doesn't linger in my mind and doesn't fester with me, then I forget it and I don't really remember it because it didn't make a big impact. One thing I saw in one of my mom groups that I'm in, um, this girl posted this picture. I think it was from her mother-in-law or her mom. I think it was her mother-in-law. So she posted this picture. She's like, I just got this picture from my mother-in-law who's watching my kid right now. How pissed would you be? And so her baby was sleeping on the couch like, on a blanket with pillows like all around him so he wouldn't move. Yeah. And like... Like, the unsafest sleep situation you've ever seen. And, like, I'm pretty lenient on, you know what I mean, with my kids. Like, I'd give them a blanket before they say to and stuff. But this was, like, even for me, like, whoa. And so everyone was like, oh, my God, I would kill her. Oh, like, my God. what the hell? And she's like, what do I say? Like, at that point, you just have to be like, hey, mother-in-law or mom, whatever it is, that's that's not safe. Please move my baby now. You know what I mean? You just have – when it's a safe – situation like a safety concern, oh yeah you have to speak up you got to you who cares their feelings at that point you, well, when you obviously say it in a kind way like but you have to be able to speak up and stand your ground i don't even think you should be worried about hurting their feelings in that situation because that was normal when they were raising children mm-hmm. like that wasn't something that was frowned upon so all you have to do is re-educate them like even, yeah. even if you have like a post you can send them like hey safety studies have changed Yes, you know, please put them here. on a flat surface in their crib. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of that, though, that's one thing that really bugs me. One of, what, 
like especially the older generation says it. Um, well, my kids did it and they were fine. I hate oh, that. Oh, me too. I freaking hate that. Like, look at the car seats we used to use, even mm-hmm. when we were kids. I mean, that was not that long ago. And how far they've advanced now. Like, I'm very big about car seat safety. I'm always when my mom will send me a picture of the kids with her if they're in a car seat. I'm like, move that chest clip up, tighten it up a little bit. Can you, you know? Yeah. And so, and with my kids, I've rear faced them for a really long time. And my mom would be like, well, I think we forward faced you at this age. I'm like, well, you probably didn't read the studies or they didn't have the studies they have now so i think that comment you have to just brush it under and tell them well that's i've learned from your guys's mistakes back in the day yeah yeah i definitely think you know when you talk about these things these are conversations i've had with the people in my life you know i mean people family members and friends will ask you know even yesterday why or when i'm going to turn forward Mm -hmm. you know and why is he still backwards and I don't think it, it, you know, yeah, yeah, who cares, but I didn't really, like, take offense to it personally, but I just kind of was explained the safety studies and and kind of what it is now, and that's like, I don't get get offended, I'm more so like, let me educate you, I'll tell you why, you know, at least you have these videos I've saved, you should watch them, so yeah, for me, I get more excited to tell them, that's why it's so good to do your research, to know what you're talking about, like, why are you reversing them, so I'm like, I don't know. Because they said till two. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more reasons than that. So maybe that's even something that, you know, if you're listening, that you can take from it. Like, if it is something that really bothers you, try not to let it bother you as much. Just educate. Educate yourself. Educate them. Um, Hopefully, if you have ammo to be able to support whatever your beliefs are or whatever your process is, then... They, they can't help but respect that. Like, if you're coming at them with facts and, and, and everything. And you're confident. And you're confident, yes, and you're calm. Mm-hmm. If if they freak out, that just makes them look bad. Yeah. And th- I'm thankful because, for me, my mom, sometimes she'll, like, roll her eyes and be like, you know, you were fine. But when I present evidence or research, yeah. she's usually open to being like, oh, interesting. And then she looks more into it. Yeah. Just like with the naturally-minded parenting with things that I do and she thought I was crazy at first and yeah. now she's actually all about it and researches it like almost every single day but Logan's mom is great too so my mother-in-law she is, if I tell her something if I'm like hey you know Cash is doing gluten-free right now because of his teeth she's like oh okay I'm gonna go get to the store can he eat this can he eat that she's not like oh that's stupid you know yeah. what I mean so I'm very thankful that the people in my life are usually very willing to accept the things that I believe in. Yeah. Thankfully. But you're also, you're setting those boundaries. Like you're telling them heads up, he's gluten free, mm-hmm. you know, heads up. I don't want them to have a lot of sugar, yep. you know, so at least they limit it, mm-hmm. things like that. So you're, you're, you have to be able to speak up for yourself and tell the people around you how you want your kids raised. Yep. One thing too, that we don't have to deal with right now, but we did have to deal with newborns. Even now, I'm still weird about it. But people hugging and kissing. Oh, it's the worst. Kids. Oh, my gosh. It is the worst. I have a couple ones that stick out in my mind. <laughs> um, Jake has this really sweet aunt, and she was visiting from out of state, and she brought her boyfriend in. I had never met her boyfriend before, and I didn't particularly want him holding my baby because I didn't know him, you know? Mm-hmm. But she was holding my baby, and I was going to allow that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she passed the baby to him, mm. and before I could do anything, he kissed him. Ugh. He kissed on this Ugh. man I don't know, you Ugh. know? And I, like, about lost it. I didn't do anything, so I was in shock, but, like, my mother-in-law looked at me. I looked at her, and she was all... Ugh. And luckily, he, we just, he didn't kiss the baby again, and, like, mm-hmm. he has no idea that I took offense because I have a hard time sometimes, you know, sticking up for myself when it's... Especially people I don't know. Hey, totally. Like, totally. when it's strangers, it's almost harder for me. It's... 
For because sure. I don't have that relationship with them to be like just like hey. And you don't want to like embarrass them too. No. You don't be like no kissing, but that's what you have to do. Like oh no, no kisses. Yeah. Like, what do you say? That's one of those things where if you can remember before, like, and he's new, no kissing before. Yes, I had wish, you know, like, that's what I thought about. Like, I didn't, I I don't think about, I didn't think about it either. Nobody had tried to kiss my baby before, and he was only a couple months old, but I hadn't expected anybody to actually do it at this point, because I thought everybody knows, you don't freaking kiss other people's kids. The older generation, especially. I mean, he was only in his, like, 40s. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not that old, no. Well, I have a, a cousin who's, like, my parents' age, and... He, I feel like he kissed Capri, and that yeah, that pissed me off too. Yeah, I think it was her head, but still, top of her head. And then the other thing I can remember is just strangers touching my baby. Like this mm. one waitress, I remember, Ugh. just came by our table, not even our waitress, and just just touched my son's head, <laughs> and I was just like, Ooh! the audacity! Yes. He was like like three months old, a little baby. You are a waitress, touching everybody's yes. meals, getting their spit on your fingers when you bust their table, yeah. and then you go k- touch a baby's face. Yes, I took like a wipe out in front of her and like wiped his hair down that, and like stared at her the whole time. That is literally why. But with Cash, I didn't baby wear him very often. I had him in like the you know little baby carrier. Um, but you put like a blanket over it. But people still oh, come see the baby and they pick it up. You're like, get uh, the hell away from my kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was an old lady at Walmart one time. She had long, creepy nails and she went to his face and like rubbed Ugh. his cheek. And then Logan was like mortified. He like looked at me like, what is she gonna do? And I was like, no touching. Ugh, so gross. Like, I, I feel bad though because like the older generation. So like, that's what you did. Oh, you see a baby, you would touch them, yep. you would hold them. You just have to stand your ground. But I learned with Capri and Sawyer, I wore them. And a lot of people didn't even realize I had a baby on me with that Sawyer wrap. And no one would come up to, because then they'd have to like get in my face yeah. to touch the baby. So that's always my advice. If you can baby wear those first couple months especially, I know. that's the best way to go out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to set boundaries with strangers if they surprise attack you. Mm-hmm. So you got to have on to you, They have to like mm-hmm. go in your face and you can easily cover their yep. head and back away. That was helpful. Yeah. And we always went out right away. I know a lot of new moms, at least I see it in my groups, are like, when can you go out with a newborn? Like, we went out right away. I think it's important to get out of the house once you're healed and you feel good. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're going to go crazy. Yeah. Home. But if you can get out, you you don't want to fear the world. I mean, there's germs out there everywhere. Um, but I do think it's important to, like, do things precautionary, like baby wearing or just mm-hmm. saying things to people. If you see someone coming your way and just cover that baby up. Yeah, as quick as possible. I know. The things you have to worry about with the little newborns, but even even as they get older, though, too. Like I don't want other people like bugging my, like touching my kids. I guess if you think no. about it now, not that they want to as much. But Sawyer has pretty hair, so people come up and always want to touch her hair. Yeah, and I'm like, Ugh. I know she's not gonna get a sick from someone touching her hair, but it's just weird. I know it's hard to stop the strangers, but something I found that kind of helped a little bit was posting on social media. Yes. Because people obviously read what you have to post. So I remember posting things about not kissing babies and, and attaching hands. an article as to why and yes. why to wash your hand before touching a baby. Mm-hmm. Or even like when my kid was a newborn, I posted articles about when you come to visit, like you should be helping the mom do things versus just holding the baby. Yes. You know, you should be maybe doing the dishes, bring food, bring a drink, Mm -hmm. bring a snack, you know, obviously food. We're hungry when we just had a baby. But, you know, that was something I I would have appreciated more of too is like everybody when they come visit when your baby's new, they just want to hold the baby. 
You want them to help out. Yes. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. have so much to do. Yeah. You know, maybe help out. So post it on, on social media. Like people don't think about that. I yeah. never thought about that before having a kid. Yeah. So I think even posting it on social media kind of helps set that. For sure. That's a smart way to do it. That hope. Yeah. <laughs> I think especially the kissing thing. Do you know kissing babies? Oh my god. They see that. They know. And obviously... Don't come around kids if you're sick. Like, please, for the love of God. Oh, my God. That's the worst. I hate that that was the worst thing with the newborns. Like, I'm like I, I'm not huge on, like, keeping babies sheltered and stuff. Because, like I said, there's germs everywhere. But don't come hold my baby if you have a cough or yeah. you have a stuffy nose. Yep. So, that's another thing on social media. If you're feeling even a little bit sick or have allergies. Yes. Yep. Please. Or if you just were recently sick. Stay the F away. Yeah. And you should be fine with staying saying that. Like, that's mm-hmm. okay. That's a, a normal ask. Yeah. I, I feel like this whole topic ties back to mental health a lot. And mm-hmm. we touched upon it a little bit at the very beginning. But I just kind of want to connect those two dots. A lot of your anxieties and stuff happen because you can't control all the situations around you. So try to control a little bit what you can and, like, give yourself grace for what you can't control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we say a lot easier said than done. But I think that if you go into something with a mi- certain mindset of, like, okay, today I'm going to tell my mother-in-law this and, and have it planned out how maybe how you're going to say it or post something to social media that has some information about it. Yeah. Um, about foods or cars or whatever it is that's, that you're struggling with getting out there if you go in with that mindset and just get it out of the way you're gonna feel so much better yeah. getting it off your chest and letting them know how you feel and even with husbands husbands too i think that's probably one of the hardest parts yeah. to set boundaries with your own spouse yeah so don't forget to set boundaries there too yeah what do you need from them mm-hmm. you know they can't read our mind i wish damn mm-hmm. it i wish they could sometimes <laughs> oh yeah I not guess. all the time Ooh, yeah i guess that's true <laughs> Very good point, Brittany. It's a good thing they can't read our minds. I I retract my previous statement. Um, But, you know, they can't. So you have to be able to voice what you need and you want from them and what you expect from them. And at first, it might feel weird when you're setting these boundaries and expectations with the people around you. But like anything, the more you do it, the more comfortable and natural and easy it's going to get for you and probably come Mm -hmm. across better to those people. Because at first, when you do it, you're probably like... Worked yourself up. You're yes. nervous to do it. You probably spit it out and word vomit, and it might not go well mm-hmm. the first times that you're setting boundaries if this is uncomfortable for you. But, like, don't let that discourage you. Like, anything new yeah. is hard at first, and you have to get better at it. And maybe you, you know, need to learn from your mistakes. Like, maybe you really have to think through and write down your thoughts before you go into something like that mm-hmm. and actually put some pre-work and practice into it, yeah. into that conversation. I find that, because I'm not good at confrontation. I am a non-confrontational person. That's a big reason why mm-hmm. I pick my battles, because I'd just rather not go through that process. I like that as well. But I find that if I do not think about what I need to say and what the message is that needs to come across, it doesn't, out very, it doesn't go well for me. Mm-hmm. I end up losing my shit a little bit. And, and you stress out. And I stress yeah. out, and then it just gets worse, and it spirals. But the times that I really take a step back and think about what I want to say, and, you know, what is the ultimate point that I'm trying to get across? Mm-hmm. Because you don't need to nitpick and say every tiny little thing. Like, what is the outcome you want? And, like, mm-hmm. tailor your conversation to that, and it just it goes a lot smoother. Yep. Oh, and one other thing, too, that you can do. 
I, I know I've done before. If it's something with like an in-law, sometimes it helps if your husband does the talking oh, for, for you. Oh, for sure. I a lot of times will have Logan do the dirty work. <laughs> oh, 100%. That is a rule in our household. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like, I will deal with my family. Yeah. You deal with your family on the big stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that just works out well. Yeah. You know, like we know how to handle our parents. We lived with them. Yeah. And hopefully that's not an argument. Like, Logan knows. Because sometimes, I mean, there's been times where he's like, why don't you tell her? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. You are her son. Yep. You will bring this to her. Yep. You tell her. You deal with it. I mean, I'll say some things. Yeah, me too. You know. But like, if I'm it's not... something that's like, could turn into a confrontational yeah. type of thing, I'll let him deal with it. And then if she comes to me, like, is this what's going on? Like, yeah. Like, I can calm the situation down if it is a big situation, yeah. which rarely happens. But yeah, Logan has to deal with things I don't feel like talking about, don't want to bring up. That's his job as as her son and as my spouse. He, he should go to her with things that I want him to. And it's important that you and your spouse are on the same page. Yes. I'm just going to say that too. Logan and I, thankfully, a lot of my parenting decisions are, I would say, um, a little out of the norm for some people, like the natural parenting and stuff. And Logan 100% has my back. He's the one who had me look into certain things that I thought he was crazy about. And so that is helpful. And his mom's very naturally minded with us too. So that's helpful. It's more so my mom in the beginning and and sometimes now. But him having my back with a lot of the decisions that I make is very helpful. And I think it would be hard if he didn't have my back on a lot of the things. And we didn't have the same standpoint and views on things. You know, they would appreciate, like, if if he believes something... And, like, my mom didn't agree with it. He would appreciate if I had his back. Mm-hmm. And, and he would want that. And if I didn't have his back, that would be hard for him. Yeah. So, like, I expect that same in return. Like, you have my back. You stand up for us. Like, we need You're to fit, a team. Yes. We're a team. And we need to be a team to the outside world. And so, you know, that's something that if you're struggling with it, find a way to find that agreement with your spouse. Like, you guys need to be a team. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't bring anybody from the outside into it. If you haven't agreed on it yet, that's probably going to make it difficult. Yeah. That, that Get other people's opinions before you fully figured out your yes. own opinion. That can be. Unless you really want their opinion for some reason. Like, they have Depending like, on knowledge. Depending what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if Logan... Logan sometimes would be like, why can't we forward face them now? And I'm like, Logan, do you want to watch this video of what happens if we get rear-ended? And then... Yeah. But what's the point? Then They're not asking for it. They didn't care. There was no rush. What yep. is your rush? Okay, you know, like, and yeah. he would sometimes, is it time now? Like, why are you rushing? Who cares? Like, but he's not, like, going to his mom being like, you know, I don't know why we don't forward face oh, now. Oh, she but- would have my back. She'd be like, Brittany has done her research. Yeah, <laughs> and she would. I, I 100% agree that she would have your back. I know your mom-in-law. Um, but, you know, not everybody's mother-in-law would be that way. So, like, it was important that he, if he has questions about the parenting decisions, he comes to you first. Yes. Versus other people first. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Sometimes I feel like, you know, a lot of these boundaries issues come because people might not have the strongest relationship with their spouse. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a perfect relationship with my spouse. I don't think anybody does out you know, there. You know Logan I don't. But, you Episode know. 33. <laughs> we put a lot of work and a lot of effort to continuously improve our relationship mm-hmm. and make it stronger and stronger. And But that's taken work on both ends. Mm-hmm. Like, I put in work. He puts in work 
And I think that's what's important. And and sometimes when I see these posts that, that moms send us, I feel like the spouse doesn't put in work. Yes. And I can't imagine being in that situation mm-hmm. where, y- you know, you are trying, 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 but the other person isn't. That was one thing in that Ben such a lot is how come I have to do everything? Like yeah. so many moms. And I used to be there. That was me. Yeah. Now Logan does put in work and we are a team now. But before, mm-hmm. when we were going through all our issues, that was one of the biggest issues. I felt yeah. so alone. I did everything. And it was so exhausting physically and emotionally. And you just feel so alone. You already feel secluded, especially being a stay-at-home mom. So yeah. I under, I totally get the way that you guys are feeling. And the best thing you can do is obviously try to you know work it out with your spouse. But in my situation, it was other issues. Yeah. And I had to leave the situation. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to episode 33 if you don't know what we're talking about. I love how you always know that exact number, too. It's an easy one to remember. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think it's 33, at least. But yeah, if not, the one with Logan and I. Um, But yeah, once you're on the same page and you're a team and you're doing things together, you don't resent your spouse. Mm -hmm. You don't fight as much. That's another boundaries thing. You have to make sure that you're, you're not doing all the work. And if you are, sit down and figure out what's going on and how you can fix that. Yeah, and hopefully it doesn't take leaving to get that yes. point crossed. But for Brittany, it did. Yeah. And that ultimately created a boundaries for yeah. your relationship. And your guys' relationship is stronger than ever because mm-hmm. of those boundaries. Because you're so much happier. Yeah. That makes Logan happier because he loves to, you know, see you happy and be in a good mood. Yes. You know what I mean? And he probably feels like he's contributing more, which mm-hmm. I can imagine makes him feel more like oh, yeah. a provider for his family. And that can make him happier and have more yeah. self-worth. And It's true what they say. Happy wife, happy life. I, I know people get mad at that, but I'm like, that. it's true. And it, I mean, But I also think happy husband makes course. a happy wife, too. Of course, of course. But I think a lot of things, the reason I think that is even a, a phrase is because a lot of times, it, it, a lot of it does get left on the wife. A lot of yes. times. Like, before, I was never able to sleep in. Not once. If a kid woke up, I was always the one. Yeah. Every single time, without a question. Didn't even look to him to see if he'd get up. You know, stuff like that. And now, if he doesn't have work, he will almost always be the one to get up and I get to sleep in. Stuff like that. And it's, if I get to sleep in, I'm a happier person. And yep. then we have a happier day and it, yep. it all comes together. So, obviously, you want both people to be happy. But so a lot of times it's left on the mom. And yeah. the husband's got to, if, even if they work full time, and that's an excuse I see a lot too. Like, but you do too. Whether you work out of the home or at or you're with your kids, you're working still. It's still your job. Is you know you're with your kids and those are his kids too. Everyone needs to put in the same amount of work yeah. at home. I mean, even if they're stepchildren too, like we've yes. chosen each other. Yeah. You, you know, you've chosen to be a team and to raise your children together. So same thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you have to be a team. Yeah, you've right. chosen that life together. Communication is key. That's a big part of boundaries is communication, communicating with people around you, your family, yeah. your husband, your and, friends. And I don't, you know, and, and if there are those serious issues in relationship, I would encourage counseling as yeah, well, oh, because sure. I think marriage counseling can save marriages for sure. And, and if for any reason it doesn't save the marriage, at least you can, we're hopefully able to communicate better yeah, throughout that process. Because yeah. no matter what, your parents together, you yeah. need to be able to communicate. For sure. I think nothing bad could come out of No. That. either no. way even if you end up not staying together at least you got everything out and you tried yeah you know. and I think it is hard like when you're in that situation you know I know my communication it fails a lot when mm-hmm. 
you're not agreeing with your spouse and I don't have the best communication those moments and it's just always yeah. something that you're working on. So even for yourself to have that counseling and to mm-hmm. have them work on your communication too would be beneficial. For sure. And I was going to say too, like I know some people on there had issues with their friends. I don't think we've ever had issues with boundaries. Like I feel well, like for me, like in the, when you were pregnant, I so badly wanted to send you things, like information, oh. but I never sent you anything. And it wasn't in, like I'd post things on my Facebook, yeah. but it wasn't until you came to me and you're like, hey, I watched this. And I was like, oh my God, yay. I know. Let, ask me anything. Yes. I will never go out of my way to be like, oh, you should do this. But like, if anybody wants to ask me questions, feel free. I am always happy to talk to people about things. But yeah, I'm never one to go like message someone, go beyond boundaries (laughs) yeah and I think that's a good point too like if you have people in your life doing that again don't be afraid to speak up for yourself be Mm -hmm. like hey I really appreciate you sending information I know it's out of a loving place Mm -hmm. but you know if I I would prefer you not to and and Mm -hmm. if and when I'm ready for some advice I promise that I'll come to you and 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 open that door with you and and that's fair enough like for me that's something I've had to learn is try really hard not to give advice unless I'm asked for it yeah and I, and I get, like, sometimes people are trying to be helpful, like, with the car seat thing. Like, I, I've i seen people say, that's not a time to stay quiet. Like, I don't think I would ever message someone and say something, but I get why you'd want to. That's a boundary thing. If you're close with that person, maybe, like, hey, you should watch this. I don't know. For me, I'm not that type. I can't go out of my way to... Yeah. To, it sounds like shaming. A lot of people will feel like it's being shamed, too. So that's, that's a hard line to figure out where to go on that one, but... I mean, obviously, it was a life-threatening thing. <laughs> Your newborn's in the front seat in a car seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's a life-threatening thing, I think that you just have to. But I'm so try, glad. You know, if it's not life-threatening, then... Maybe just post on your page and maybe they'll see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, That's why I post so much. Hint. I do. I post a lot on my you Facebook. Do. You do. Well, I hope that was helpful. I know like everything we say is so much easier said than done a lot of times. But but, but hearing, obviously, like we're not perfect at it either. We aren't. And I think hearing it sometimes gives you the motivation to actually do it. Yeah. And, it, and like even if you do it sometimes, not all the time, that's better than not doing it at all. Yeah. Well, set those boundaries, girl. Got to just practice. You got to. And if you ever have any other questions or anything, we do get a lot in our DMs, but... A lot of the questions can be asked in our Facebook group, whether it's about in-laws, boundaries, newborns, whatever it is. We have the Mom Worthy Mamas Facebook group. You can search your request to join. We also have Mom Worthy After Dark. And then if you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, please leave a review. It helps us out so much. We love reading, reading your reviews. I know, and you guys don't even know, like, that means so much to us. And it, it does more than you think to leave a review. It does. And right now, I think we're all, have we hit a hundred yet? I don't know. I haven't looked recently. Can we were at ninety nine last. Can time someone I help us hit a hundred, please? Yes, <laughs> yes. Come help on, guys. Some girls. We out. know you're busy, mamas. I know it can be hard. You're probably listening to this hands free right now while running around the house or driving. So we have reached a hundred. A hundred and one. We'll help us reach two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still going yeah. through it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.